0: You're listening to episode 40 of the Becoming Aligned podcast. Welcome to Becoming Aligned, where we'll step away from the busyness of our days to explore what it looks and feels like to create meaningful lives that align with our personal values. My guests have found their own unique way to navigate through the distractions, the pressures, and the expectations of everyday life. And in the process, they have discovered the freedom to be truly themselves, to tune into their own heart, and to honor their own unique voice. I'll explore what motivates them, what challenges them, and what strategies help them work towards their goal in a way that nourishes their mind and body. I believe everyone has a story to share, and then we become a stronger community when we're able to listen and learn from those around us. I'm your host Maureen Ryan, the founder of Ryan Wellness, I'm a Chicago-based self-discovery mentor and Pilates instructor. I hope these conversations will serve as inspiration and as a reminder that it's not about perfection, but the process of becoming aligned. Hi, everyone. I am popping in this week for a short solo episode. And today I want to talk about the value of making time for joy and celebration in your life and within your relationships. But before we get started, I wanted to, you know, just take a minute to pause and to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to these podcast episodes and to be a part of the Becoming Aligned community. I really, really appreciate you being here, and I just wanted to take a minute to acknowledge that. If you have listened to some of my previous solo episodes, you know that I recently relaunched the podcast. I had taken a break from podcasting to focus on creating something that has been on my heart and in my mind for a long, long time, which is the Becoming Aligned Online Course. And as I wrote the script for that course, I was channeling so much love for those of us who struggle with an all or nothing mindset that can often show up in people pleasing and perfectionist tendencies. I was holding close those of us who can feel overwhelmed by the shoulds and the expectations of others. You know, so much so that it can stop us in our tracks, like a deer caught in the headlights, afraid to make the wrong move. Because I know how limiting that can feel. It can keep us hidden. This all or nothing mindset can keep us from fully showing up and prevent us from putting ourselves out there in an authentic way. I created this course because our voices, our stories matter. You matter just because you are who you are, not because of what you do or the things that you own or any awards that you may have won, just because you are you. And I know that you may be the one who is doing the hard work and not getting the credit. You may, you may feel frustrated that you're not where you feel you should be in your life. You may feel disappointed, annoyed, and even bitter that you're not recognized or acknowledged in the ways that you feel you deserve. I get it. It doesn't make sense. You have followed the rules. You have done the things that you're supposed to do. And you're feeling worn down, exhausted, and a bit dejected. I want to hold space for you to explore who you are behind the armor of people-pleasing imperfectionism, to work through and move through the limiting beliefs and the feelings that are so often attached to that mindset. So that you can begin to reconnect with yourself and befriend your feelings and develop a practice of self-compassion. So that you can become your number one fan instead of your biggest critic. So that you can begin to recognize how absolutely effin' amazing you are. Like, I want you to know this deeply within your body, your mind, and your heart. Because I believe in your story. I believe in the power of your story to heal, to inspire, to educate. I believe it can make a difference. And I believe in the power of my story. But I didn't always feel that way. And truthfully, there are times where I still doubt myself and wonder, who am I to be out here talking about becoming aligned to my values? Who am I to be talking about befriending your feelings and honoring your needs and expressing yourself? Like I'm not perfect. I don't have this all figured out. I'm in the process right there along with you. And let's be honest, it can be messy at times. It can be uncomfortable. It can be challenging. But that's exactly why I feel it's important to share what I'm learning and what I'm discovering along the way. Because I get it. I I experience it. And I'm ready to be honest and open about the ways that an all-or-nothing mindset can sneak in and mess with me (laughs) and I also want to share the ways that I practice the key ideas of the becoming aligned process all of the time like it's a consistent practice for me and I practice these key ideas so that I can keep showing up which is really important to me and something that I'm you know actively working on within the online space which is not kind of my natural environment (laughs) I suppose it's not for many of us but you know, because I really believe in the message that I'm sharing, I'm kind of stretching myself to show up in this space as well. And, you know, rest assured, that doesn't mean I will be in your social media feeds nonstop, but that I'll explore ways that work for me and that align with my values. And that definitely means there will be scheduled breaks from time to time because that's a part of the process for me. You know, I, I can't promise that the Becoming Aligned Online course will eliminate an all or nothing mindset, that you'll never struggle with the pressure of the shoulds or the expectations of others, that you'll suddenly be able to show up fully as yourself unabashedly. To be honest, that's not the purpose of the course. The course is an invitation to join me in the Becoming Aligned process. It's an invitation to shift your perspective from the external to the internal. And this requires regular maintenance. You know, it's like caring for a garden or caring for your home. It's like caring for your body and your mental, physical, and emotional health. It's not something you just do once and then you're done with. It's about the small, consistent daily steps, you know, that we do to take care of ourselves. And this adds up over time. But it requires a commitment to yourself, a commitment to practice self-compassion. A commitment to befriending your feelings and honoring your needs as I mentioned earlier I created the course but it doesn't mean that I have it all figured out because this is a process there are always new levels and new layers to work through so I strive to practice what I preach um, and I apply the lessons from the becoming aligned process to my own life and today I love to give you a little example one thing that I definitely have found is that every time I stretch myself, like old limiting beliefs and feelings about myself can bubble up to the surface. And I officially launched the course in mid-September and I had set a deadline for myself because I know myself and I knew that there would always be another thing for me to work on. I knew there was always gonna be another way that I, could, that I would want to improve the experience, details that I could fix, extras to add in, ways I can make it more pretty and appealing. But I I believe in my message, so like down to my core. And the belief in the message and the desire to be of support and to create space for others to navigate their own becoming aligned journey helped to give me that push to actually share my message and to kind of get out of my own head and to get into my heart. But even with that, for weeks before the launch, I was filled with nerves and doubt. Will anyone care? Is this the right time? Who am I to be sharing this info? There are other people out there. Like, why do I feel the need to add my voice into the mix? Yeah, my inner critic was filled with reasons that I should stay quiet and not share my voice. And I can be really hard on myself. You know, you would never know (laughs) from the exterior. And I think there's so many really sweet people out there who are so sweet and kind to other people, but they have a different voice in their head sometimes. I'm curious if any of you can relate to that. And... I know there's a difference between healthy striving and perfectionism. And knowing that I have been working really hard to practice self-compassion and to nurture my inner cheerleader. (laughs) And I never was a cheerleader actually, but I am definitely trying to cultivate my own inner cheerleader currently in my life because while I'll doubt myself from time to time, I do believe in my abilities. But like so many of us, I have internalized messages about how to reach success. I believed and have been taught that you just you put your head down and you work hard. You just you have to suck it up. You have to tough it out. Your feelings don't really matter. You just have to you do it on your own and you get it done and you don't reach out for support. Now that sounds kind of extreme, but I really do believe that that's a message that many of us have internalized. That's the mentality and the approach that is so often glamorized within our culture. You know, they movies about this person just making you know going from nothing to something and you know joy is so often stripped out of this experience it can be very much an all-or-nothing experience and a younger version of Maureen believed that allowing time for celebration would take you off track it would distract you from your goals it would make it seem like you were content with where you were And to me, that was unacceptable. I was driven. I was persistent. There was no time to be satisfied. There was always more work to do. Yeah, can you relate to thinking like this at all? It feels exhausting, right? Because there's never time for rest and recovery or joy and celebration. So it truly is exhausting. And I think it's what can so often lead to burnout and injury and all sorts of other mental health issues. You know, the focus is is not about enjoying the ride when we're in that perspective and that mindset. It's about getting from point A to point B as quickly and as efficiently as possible. It's about meeting the milestones of adulthood and your career in a specific appropriate timetable to prove your value, to prove your worth. And I know personally my inner critic had VIP tickets to my life. They had an invitation to the front row. And But my inner cheerleader, she was in like the nosebleed section. She was so far away that she could barely see what was happening and I could barely hear what she was saying. But, you know, over time, I began to recognize how harsh judgment has kept me closed off, hidden. It kept me from putting myself out there at times, at least in certain areas of my life where I felt more vulnerable. And it's kept me in situations that I didn't feel like were a really good fit. Because I knew I could make it work. I knew I was strong. I understood and was comfortable with struggle. Joy, celebration, yeah, not so much. So I have been cultivating my inner cheerleader. And if we can have an inner critic, we can have an inner cheerleader, right? And that inner cheerleader is a part of my support system. There to remind me to celebrate and to cheer me on when the going gets tough. So I am allowing myself to do a little happy dance right now because I did meet that deadline to get my course out there and it's out into the world. And no matter what happens, I'm really proud of myself. And I'm allowing myself some time to actually feel those feelings. Not just say the words, but to actually feel the feelings and to let that sink in and wash over me. And I'll be honest, saying that I am proud of myself is definitely not something a younger Maureen would ever say out loud, at least not someplace where people would hear, would hear me. I definitely wouldn't have allowed myself to feel those feelings. I was so disconnected from my feelings. But I remember one year, I was a PE and health teacher, and I was at an institute day, And they start off the school year with these teacher institute days, and they are filled with meetings and speakers, and with whatever extra time you have left, you're getting your classroom and your space organized. And because they're so busy, I don't often remember the message of too many of the speakers, I'll just be honest. But one really did stay with me, and I can't remember if it was a woman or a man, to be honest, but this person came in and shared that so often when you go down to the teacher's lounge, You'll find teachers gathered and sharing the challenges they face in the classroom. So and so was being difficult. This didn't work, or I had trouble with the, you know, this piece of equipment. Rarely would you hear a teacher celebrate and share what was working. I was able to help Betsy make the connection. I saw a light bulb go off. So and so were working so well together. This worked really well. And I found this so interesting, like some, you know, to hear it being said out loud. Um, and I found it to be so true. Teachers saw the amazing things they were accomplishing in their classroom, but we can be so conditioned to focus on the challenges that we don't always share or celebrate the wins. And I think in many ways we're taught, especially as women, to be modest. And for many of us to talk about the things that are going well, the things that we're proud of, it can feel like bragging. Um... But it's, it's not because I find it so inspiring to hear what other people are doing and where they're experiencing success. And it also makes me think like, have you ever heard a woman say that she loves her body or that she feels good in her body? My guess is probably no, or that has been a very rare thing. You know, I have a personal rule that I never say anything bad about my body in front of other people because I in no way shape or form want to contribute to that type of conversation because it tends to just spiral downward and everyone's contributing to the body part that they don't like or what's how they view themselves something being wrong with them Um, but on the flip side like I never say anything positive and I actually did see the model Ashley Graham on an episode of Ellen years and years ago Um, And I remember her saying something about that she loved her body, that she really appreciated it. And I found it so refreshing. It totally made me pause and be like, huh, that's something I never hear people say. And I I think that's the thing that I find most interesting and compelling about taking the time to nurture our inner contributor is, you know, our actions, our words impact one another. If more women begin to acknowledge and and celebrate themselves and their accomplishments or just celebrate themselves for where they are in their life, for who they are, does that encourage more of us to do so? If more of us become comfortable with reaching out for support, will more of us recognize the benefits in doing so? We exist in community and positive energy is contagious. Which is why I've also been working on cultivating my hype squad. (laughs) What is a hype squad? You know, these are people who have your back. And they, you know, can quite often be friends and family. But they can be, you know, outside of that as well. People who are there to support you. To offer you encouragement and to cheer you on. People who are willing to help me shine and help me amplify my voice. I picture my friends, Daphina and Saran. They were both guests on the podcast very early on. and I would if you haven't listened to their episodes, they're two separate episodes, but check out check them out if you haven't because they have such positive energy. and if you're in need of a little bit of that right now, I would highly recommend it. And yes, they are sisters. But I have never seen two people show up and support each other quite the way they do. They show up and they cheer each other on. They bring out the best in one another. And it's not a competition you can tell that they understand like on a deep, deep level that when one of them shines, it allows the other person to shine a little brighter as well. And that's a good thing for all of us. Everyone benefits from that. I love the quote, and I wish I had the, the author of the quote or who said it with you know right here with me now and I'll add it into my resources. But I love this quote that a candle doesn't lose its flame by lighting another candle. You know, a candle doesn't lose its flame by lighting another candle. So while I've been working on cultivating my own hype squad and asking them for support in specific ways, I've been doing my best to also show up and be a member of the hype squad of some of the amazing people I know. And it's been such a pleasure to learn from from others, how they create a community to help that help support one another, and it's a really beautiful thing to see in action. And it makes me think of um, this term called Shine Theory. It's a term popularized by Amina So I hope I said that right. And Anne Freeman, Amina So and Anne Freeman. They are co-hosts of the podcast Call Your Girlfriend, which I'll link to in the resource section, and they are co-authors of the book Big Friendship: How to Keep Each Other Close. And this is absolutely a book that I am looking forward to diving into at some point in the future. And as they describe on the resource or on their website, which I'll add to the resources, is that shine theory is a practice of mutual investment in each other. It's an investment over the long term in helping someone be their best self and relying on their help in return like i love the mutual like give and take of that as they continue to say it's a conscious decision to bring your full self to your friendships and to not let your insecurity or envy ravage them shine theory is a commitment to asking would we be better as collaborators than as competitors and they say the answer is almost always yes i love that so much Um, just this ability to kind of help to amplify the voices of others and I know that personally I have learned so much about how to cultivate cultivate my inner cheerleader and my hype squad while also opening myself up to celebrate and amplify the voices of others it's helped me to better understand how helpful it is to let people know how they can help you to let them know how they can be of support and if you're like me You have been taught not to impose on others, not to bother anyone. The last thing you want to do is to be a burden. But what I've learned is that it brings me joy to support others. It brings me such a level of joy to feel like I'm showing up and supporting someone else. And why do I believe that it's different when I'm on the receiving end? I I hope it provides the other person joy as well. But let's be real, this practice requires that I become more comfortable receiving. You know, it's because it's not just about the giving part. It's about being also able to receive, being able to receive love, being able to receive support. Something that I find so is so challenging for so many of us, but it's an essential component to nurturing mutually, giving, receiving relationships and you know, we prevent the other person from feeling that same sense of joy if we never allow ourselves to receive, you know? And that's that's kind of a shame, I think. And, and, and it prevents a certain level of bonding that can happen when we allow ourselves to be receivers and givers of love. And I will be honest, this is something I am actively practicing and I don't get it right all the time, but I am really trying to practice this more and more in my life so i want to invite you to practice cultivating your inner cheerleader and your own hype squad what do you need to feel more supported yeah i just want you to take a minute to think about that for yourself what do you need to feel more supported just like the little things and can you reach out to some of your peeps to let them know how they can help can you reach out to your friends or your family or people, your neighbor, and let them know how they can be of support? Maybe give them something, something small to start with just to check in and see if that's something that works for them. And can you also reach out to see how you can be of support to them? Yeah. And this is something that my partner Cliff and I actually do on a monthly basis. We have this little check-in we do with each other. And one of the questions is, how can I be of some more support to you? I'll have to share this in a separate episode because it's a practice that I find really helpful because, you know, we don't always ask ask that question directly. And um, because we don't ask that question, we don't always have a chance to like share it. So um, I'll talk about that in another episode. But in the spirit of, you know, asking and reaching out for support, I want to share one way that you can be of support to me. If you've listened to an episode of the Becoming Aligned podcast and you have felt moved or inspired, I would so appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a review. If you do so, please send me a message or leave me a DM to let me know because I have a small token of my appreciation that I would love to share with you. So just thank you in advance. I would really, really appreciate it. And I'll leave a link in, um, on my website to show you how you can do that. I also want to take a minute to shout out and share some of the amazing women in my community. Check out my website to find a list of people, some people and programs that have been particularly helpful to me. People who I believe are sharing their authentic voice in a way that aligns with their values. And in doing so is making the world a better place. Truthfully, I wish I could hype all of my friends who are working in careers in healthcare, education, and business, all of my friends who are raising families and showing up to support one another. No, not everyone has a business to hype, but what they do and how they contribute is just as important. So for friends and not on this list, know that I am thinking of you and giving you a shout out and plan to reach out to you via text, email, or phone sometime in the very near future. So thank you so much for listening and for your support. Please don't hesitate to reach out if I can be of support to you because I would love to be a, I mean, a part of your hype squad. And please do reach out to let me know if you invited your inner cheerleader to join the party. I would love to hear how it goes. All right, I will be back in two weeks with a special guest on the podcast. And I can't wait to share share this episode with you. I know she's going to have some really wonderful um, things to share about how to care for yourself as we approach the holiday season and um, really looking forward to sharing that with you here in the near future. All right. Wishing you all the best. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becoming Aligned. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Becoming Aligned and rate and review this podcast. I'm Maureen Ryan, and I hope you'll join us next time. Take care.